the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Michelle Tafoya podcast. There is a great commercial running where you see a bunch of kids saying, when I grow up, I want to take sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, are you familiar with this commercial? It's tremendous. What is it for? What is this commercial all about? Why are these kids saying these things? And what is this commercial supposed to tell us? We're going to tell you next. It's time for the Michelle Tafoya podcast. So we're going to show you this commercial. Even if you have seen it, you'll enjoy seeing it again. It is so well done. And, you know, look, I worked in advertising for a time while I was in school getting my master's in business. I spent a semester or excuse me, a, a, a summer between semesters working in ads. And this is tremendous. It's so well done. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you alongside the gentleman who started the company that it's advertising. It's called redballoon.work. And you've got all these companies now saying, hey, give us your resume. We'll find you the job. We'll connect you with people that you want to work for. This is different. And it's getting a lot of attention. A lot. Uh, I, I've seen it just, and I've seen our guest here um, appearing on a lot of shows because this is this is for the times. Let's put it that way. And so you're going to want to watch. Uh, but first, I have some breaking news from Genucel. They've upgraded their most popular package. It now features their top-selling deep-firming vitamin C serum, plus their ultra-retinol moisturizer with natural retinol alternative. These are two of my favorite products. Right now, you can take advantage of this limited-time offer and upgrade for 70% off. Why waste your time and your money going out and maybe getting work done when you can have stuff shipped to your door that's going to do that work for you. So here's a Genucel.com review from a guy named Robert in Blessing, Texas. Quote, I purchased Genucel as a gift for my girlfriend. She said she saw results so fast, so we joined the concierge program immediately. It's honestly the best skincare she's ever used and is extremely impressed with all the Genucel products. Her skin is noticeably softer and smoother. I can see and feel a difference too. She was already beautiful and Genucel has made her more beautiful. That's a wonderful endorsement, and I'll add mine to it as well because I love these products. Genucel's Secret is a family recipe for over 20 years that makes it safe for all skin types, safe for men and women, by the way. It's great for men and women. Uh, made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches, it's always safe, cruelty-free, and natural. So right now, go to genucel.com, that's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Michelle, and save over 70% off Genucel's most popular package. It features both the Genucel Ultra Retinol we talked about and Genucel Firming Serum. Do not wait. Go to Genucel.com slash Michelle. Remember, it's Michelle with one L. Genucel.com slash M-I-C-H-E-L-E. Get a complimentary spa essentials box with every package order, plus a free upgrade to priority shipping. Genucel.com slash Michelle. And now let's get to this unbelievably stellar other commercial. 
redballoon.work is the site you can go to if you want to find a job that meshes with your values. Andrew Krapuchets is the CEO of Red Balloon. Uh, let's get let's get this out of the way, Andrew. Krapuchets. Now, is this a <laughs> French name? It is. Um, when you're in Paris, they say Krapuchet, and it sounds really cool. Um, and when you're here in America, they just say crap you shets. In fact, I, I worked for a university <laughs> at one point in my life and they had this hard and fast rule that my email address had to be the first letter of my first name and then the first five letters of my last name. Um, this is 20 years ago. So they didn't, I guess, have that many, that much imagination when it came to email addresses. So I was a crap you at uh, the university <laughs> name. So, um, no, it's, it's been really fun to grow up with. And my sweet wife took the name. Um, and there were kind of three God things she was her. looking for in a husband. And one of them was a, an easy last name. So, yeah. Um, she, God said, no, you get to have crap you shut. So there it is. <laughs> love it. I, I love that you own it. I, what else can you do? I mean, you could change your name, but you know what? Why? Why would you do yeah. that when everyone can remember this? Absolutely. And I have uh, three boys and two girls and I explained to them one wow. night, I thought, you know, you should, you should know what this means. So you're not told when, you know, by your classmates at school and the boys were like, wow, we just won the lottery. We have the coolest last name. It means, you know, um, toilet based things. And then the girls were like, this is the grossest thing ever. Are you serious, dad? Is there any way to change it? So yeah, they'll, it, uh, <laughs> it, that's not really what it means, is it? Uh, no. So if you a, a strict translation, unfortunately, you were hoping, you know, I was hoping that it would mean something romantic and cool. A strict translation would be something like a small frog over a pond, which um, is probably a derogatory term towards French people that defected to England <laughs> or something like that. So, no, there's nothing romantic or cool about crappy shits except for the fact that you can say swear words um, and it's totally legal. There you go. And your kids got to love that. Well, welcome to the podcast. Um, I started following you on Twitter. First of all, I saw the commercial and we're yeah. going to play it. I've been teasing it all morning for, for our, we'll play it for our audience uh, because I remember seeing it and thinking, this is fabulous. This speaks to me and it's got to speak to a lot of other people. There are a lot of ways to get a job these days, but I would say the vast majority, I don't know, I, I shouldn't say that. But many of them are by, you know, uploading a resume to some site and letting people look at it. Red right. Balloon is one such site. Before we go any further, Andrew, let's let's roll the spot so our, our viewers can understand. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company, like super woke. When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, long time no see, no can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder. Just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work. It's brilliant because the use of kids and this idea of when I grow up, I want to be. And every young child remembers going through those questions and answers when they were 
you know, small, when I grow up, I want to be an actress. I want to be a fireman. I want to be a, you know, the president of the United States, whatever it is. This right. is brilliant. Um, how did you come up with this concept? Well, actually, uh, we're, I'm lucky enough to work with a gentleman named Brett Craig at Big Agency. Um, so Brett, his story is also interesting. So both of us kind of have um, cancel culture stories of our own. So he was at Deutsche LA, which is one of the big ad agencies, um, on one of the biggest on the West Coast. And he did things like Fansville for Dr. Pepper. He did um, right. I'm Ronald McDonald and I like Taco Bell for Taco Bell. So he did a bunch of Super Bowl commercials, never worked on anything under, you know, a million dollars. And right. so uh, but during the uh, BLM, George Floyd uh, world, uh, he got beat up on a five year old email that was a casting email where he was basically calling out the type of people that he thought would be better for the ad. And um, and someone dug that up. Um, and he was, you know, tarred and feathered because he actually, you know, was just doing his job. And he's been an unapologetic conservative Christian, but he's always just been someone who does his job and doesn't try and push his worldview down everyone's throat. And lo and behold, um, that's not good enough anymore. Silence is violence. So um, anyway, he got canceled. And so he's now started a new agency, big agency. Did he get fired from Deutsch? He did. So he got fired about two years ago. Um, and he said it was like this 36 hours. The walls were like coming in on him and just everybody went after him. Um, so and he was, you know, basically the head of the agency. So um, so fast forward, he helps the Daily Wire do some of their work, build their creative right. team. Um, and now he's doing an agency. Anyway, we ran into each other. I'm like, look, um, I'm a startup. I can't afford these million dollar commercials, but I really want to focus on something that will be um, interesting and shareable. And there's this interesting reality. A lot of conservatives, we will keep our head down. We're kind of a live and let live crowd. We don't want to focus on um, trying to tell other people what to do. We want to focus on um, just living our lives, going home and taking care of our kids, et cetera. Right. We have a very high pain tolerance when it comes to this woke stuff. But one of my customers is Gavin DeBecker, and he talks about in his gift of fear that if you talk to an abused woman, a, a woman who's in an abusive relationship, she'll start to make excuses about, you know, well, he's a good man and he has good days and bad days. Right. We all know that story. But then if you say, hey, do you want your daughter to be in a relationship like that? That's when Mama Bear comes out. And that's when you find out that um, actually she's willing to fight. She's willing to fight to the death for this. And so our hope is that this ad reminds people that when you just keep your head down in your DEI training and your CRT training and you don't stand up and fight, you're building this dystopian world for your kids. And mm -hmm. um, and the time to stand up is now, not leave yes. it for them to fight. So anyway, that's what we were trying to accomplish. Brett is a uh, world-class talent, and I'm just lucky enough no question. to get to benefit from his work. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. No question. It's a fabulous ad. It's it. The casting of it is so great. I mean, the, the one kid who goes, I want to be offended. He's got this yeah. little voice and it's just... It's perfectly edited. It's so good that I, I get a little bit of goosebumps. I, I personally, I love commercials. I think they're little yep. pieces of art. I absolutely love advertising. I, I toyed with getting into advertising when I was out of college, but it didn't go that way. But I still have that appreciation. I've attended Clio Awards for ads, and I just think this yep. one is absolutely brilliant. I am wondering, will, would this even be considered for a Clio, given the given the climate you know what i mean would would right. this ad ever get the um the adulation it deserves do you think yeah i don't know i mean we um this is also a little bit of a parody on an ad that was done 20 years ago by monster.com who used to be the big job board um and yeah. they, and they did this ad you know focused on these kids do, saying i want to be in middle management and file paperwork and, right you know, right, right. You know, I, I don't know if you remember that but basically this is trying I do to do remember parody. that not only a parody on that, but, a, you know, a remake. So we did borrow some ideas from that. Uh, but yeah. so uh, it's interesting when Brett, uh, when he when he shared this, you know, we've shared this. We've had millions of people look at this ad, um, which has been really, really fun. We've had a lot of folks share it when he shared it on places like LinkedIn. Man, the fangs really came out of the ad agency. So his old world, um, they do not like um, that we're pushing back against this wokeness in the workplace. And so um, the vitriol that he received on his uh, various social media posts was pretty overwhelming. Um, so I would imagine the people actually in the ad agencies who uh, might decide who gets those uh, awards, is, they're not going to be very happy about this. Yeah. Well, that's when you know you've done something that matters is when right. it, it, it shakes people up that much and upsets things. I mean, you, you hear people these days talking about, I'm a destroyer. I'm a disruptor. I'm a disruptor of narratives. I'm a disruptor of the status quo. Well, this is kind of a disruption of that as well. And, and I, it, not kind of, it is. And right. that's one of the reasons I applaud it. You mentioned this, this, this idea that when you're in a bad situation in life and you make excuses for the, if you're, you know, the abused woman, you make excuses for the guy, but then you are asked that question. Well, would you want your daughter involved with something like that? Right. This is exactly why I left my job <laughs> because yep. I've got two kids and I see the world turning into a place that I don't want for them. And right. I am a mama bear, not, not in front of them, but behind the scenes, I want these kids and not just my kids. All kids the future right. of this country is depending on um, the, the fight back against this, this culture that just prizes the wrong stuff and not merit by the way um so that's it's really interesting tell me how you came up then what 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 spawned red balloon yeah uh and that's uh it's my, kind of my own cancellation story that was involved oh let's in hear yours so, yeah before yeah, we do so let's hear yours because you said you had one too I do. And, and actually, that's why I started Red Balloon. So um, I was running a tech business that I'd uh, built with two other people. Um, we'd sold it four different times. So I've, I've started a number of businesses. I've had six successful exits. Um, it's been great. Uh, but when you do exits, you lose control. And so um, as we hit kind of, the, again, that kind of BLM, George Floyd, even COVID, um, I started to have a lot of tension with my board. 
as the CEO of this business that was growing quickly, right? We're growing at 25% a year with a 40% margin. We were generating a ton of cash uh, for our owners. And um, they just decided that I just wasn't the right person because I was a little too conservative and Christian and I wasn't going to bend on a lot of these things. Um, I wasn't going to, you know, like what did they want you to bend on? Like, so they wanted me to make, yeah, they wanted me to make statements about BLM and about George Floyd. And I said, look, I run a technology business. I run a data business. Why would I jump into a social issue that's going to ostracize somebody, whether, you know, even if you believe that it's going to only ostracize a couple people, why bother? Like in business, you should focus on getting more customers, not trying to make at least some of your customers upset, right? It doesn't seem like rocket science, but, um, and then as we got into COVID, as we got into masks and vaccine mandates, I said, look, I believe my employees are adults and if they want to make their own decisions, um, I want them to. In fact, they should probably have a conversation with their doctor, not their HR department about what they put in their body. And when you start to say those kind of radical statements, um, then then boards start to get really nervous. They uh, potentially hire law firms to do dossiers on, you know, hey, where do you go to church and all this other stuff. So anyway, we ended up parting um, and it was time because um, I was definitely felt like I was battling every day rather than working every day. So um, and in fact, my wife, uh, sweet woman, uh, got me a 42 year old bottle of scotch as a way to go. You lost your job. But you kept your values. You held the line. So yes, um, yes. So anyway, anyone who wants to come to Idaho, I will even share some of that scotch with you. I probably nice. won't. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, so I found myself. You know, I was I was upgraded to a uh, advisor to the board, um, which is what they do with CEOs. They don't fire them. They kind of move a different direction. So um, and I was doing a housing development and a bunch of other stuff. So I thought, well, maybe I'll take a year and play a little bit of golf. And a friend um, actually on a kind of a whim, he's like, hey, you should do a job board with a thesis around freedom. I'm like, okay, I'm a tech guy. I'll knock out a job board. It's not that hard. Um, And it literally was like three weeks after I started this job board with a thesis around freedom with, you know, like 20 businesses on there that I get a call from Fox and Friends. And they said, hey, we heard you have the nation's leading job board for uh, for companies that don't have a vaccine mandate. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, so that's really how we got started. Uh, it's called Red Balloon because um, if you are, have ever been on a hot air balloon, it's a little bit terrifying. It's kind of this floating sensation. Uh, it's super fun. Um, and it reminds me a lot of looking for a job. You're just kind of floating, um, hoping that you can make a soft landing um, at a great job. And so, and everyone's looking for red states or red regions of blue states or red businesses where they can just be free, show up and do their job and not feel like they have to go through um, all the political correct training, um, and then dot work because a dot com was taken. B dot com <laughs> sounded too much like communist to me, um, and I like work, and so we want to get back to work. So there you go. That's uh, there's the backstory. Red balloon dot work. It's it's a great backstory. What has the response been, particularly after the ad started, you know, getting traction? What kind of traffic do you have? Yeah. Well, I mean, so we're now, what, a year and a half old, and we have thousands of businesses. We've had over a million job uh, seekers on the site looking for jobs where they can be free. So uh, freedom is still very much in demand in America. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, last week was one of our top uh, traffic weeks for the the site. Um, And what's exciting is when you hear from employers 
And they say things like, man, everybody who comes through redballoon.work and we hire is cleansing to our culture because they're just hardworking conservatives who show up and do their job. There's not a snowflake in the HR department whining about every little thing. They're focused on building a great business blessing customers. And when you hear those kind of things, and all of a sudden you knock out an ad that uh, doubles the scale of people that are applying for jobs that are putting in their resumes that are saying, you know what, um, now's the time that I need to step out and be free. Because if I go work for a company, and this is what's also interesting, is um, we, uh, I've run a lot of businesses over the years. And this is the only one that I've gotten um, unsolicited thank you notes from perfect strangers, literally every week. So people will say, you know, you've changed the trajectory of my family because they didn't realize how much when you're in this DEI liturgy at work, when you have to kind of live this woke worldview um, in the workplace, you are bringing that stuff home. You can't help but bring that stuff. In fact, um, there was a lady from Dallas who wrote me and said, I just wanted you to let you know you saved my marriage because uh, my husband was at a job where they hated his worldview and he was just kind of beat down every day with this ideology that was contrary to what we believed. And you can't help but bring that stuff home. And then lo and behold, um, when he got a job through Red Balloon, she says, I didn't realize how much better our life is now that he is actually free at work. And so uh, our marriage is better. Our kids are plugged in. We're going to church more. We're plugged into our community. Um, and so I, I think that's kind of the thesis of this is that your job is what you spend most of your waking hours doing. It's your vocation. It's a big part of who you are. It's a defining feature of who you are. And if you are not allowed to be free at work, it's really hard to be free in other areas of your life. And so uh, that's been the excitement about Red Balloon and why um, I'm so excited about what we're doing, because we are changing the trajectory of families across the nation. Um, and when you get to do that while running a business and, you know, make an income, that's a really cool spot. That is a really cool spot. But it also speaks to where we are in this country right. in terms of you, th there are places that you can go to work where your merit doesn't really matter. It's got to be right. your worldview. It's got I have a friend who runs a business and it's I'll just say this. It's uh, basically fishing tackle, uh, all the supplies you would need to be a fisherman. Yep. And they were hiring and. I was told that the people that were coming through were asking them, well, what, what are your social issues? What do you, what do you do for, you know, activism? Well, we're a, you know, a bait and tackle kind of operation yeah. here. So we, we don't, and they say, and the candidates say, oh, that's disappointing. It's like, well, yeah. wait a minute. Why can't you do your activism on your own time? Why yeah. does this need to be a requirement at your office. Well, I think for some of these people, it's because of what you just said, because right. they spend so much time there. They need to feel like that they're doing this activism and right. they don't, they won't make time for it outside. When <laughs> a friend of mine said to me recently, what, whatever, just whatever happened to just merit, just doing well and, right. and, and doing a job well. And it is really, uh, you're you're kind of explaining to us where we are. Are are you seeing any um, companies that are hiring through your job board that may have surprised you, or is it all pretty much what you would have expected in terms of 
who uh, is offering freedom at work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, you, I mean, you're going to find some of the usual suspects. So Strive Financial, Vivek Ramaswamy's company is hiring through us. Um, Children's Health Defense, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s organizations hiring through us. People like Louder with Crowder. We actually not just we're not just a job board for them and actually for dozens of businesses now. We actually take on the whole hiring process because Stephen Crowder called up. He's like, look, I don't know how to hire. Um, can you just take this over for me? So we help write job postings. We screen candidates. We actually do a first cultural interview to make sure that the candidate that the, that the employer is actually talking to is someone that is going to be squared away and not, um, in the words of Steven Crowder, a woke tard coming in and messing up our business. So, um, so basically, we we can take on that whole hiring process. So How those are. Our, let me go back to let yeah. me go back to that interview real quick. How does that happen? Is that a person to person interview? That it's a, it's a video based interview, but yes, right. absolutely. Okay. So yeah, so no, if we you do gonna, that. All right. So if you if you were going to interview, let's pretend I'm the person being interviewed. I mean, I, if you're equipped to do this at the moment, I'm yeah, realizing I'm putting you on the spot. But if I were going to go through this cultural interview, what kind yep. of questions would you start with? Well, so what we do, the way that, that you should do it as a business, whether you're having us do it or not, is you should build an interview system based on your principles and based on your mission statement and based on your values. Um, and then you should focus on those things because in the hiring process, if you spend a lot of time asking questions about age or religion or political affiliation, um, you're going to get yourself a lawsuit. But if you say, look, we have three tenants, you know, so Red Balloon, it's joyful, courageous um, and excellent. So we're going to focus on what does it mean for you to be joyful? And let's just talk through that, because that's one of our key values here at Red Balloon is we want joyful people um, and we really want to enjoy the, the, the value of a hardworking day. So we would build a series of, of questions that would be evidence-based questions that we're asking for evidence from the person on how have you been joyful at work? And then we would go okay. to the next one. Now let's talk about courage. So courageous. We're, we're in an interesting cultural moment. And if you're going to work at Red Balloon and you don't have courage, um, you're not going to last very long because, you know, Wired Magazine did a big hit piece on me um, about a month ago um, and on Red Balloon. So you're, you're going to run into those things. So we're going we're gonna to ask for evidence-based questions, open-ended evidence-based questions on how do you, um, how can you prove to us where you've been courageous before and how do you be excellent? Because we don't want to just have Red Balloon as an example, be one of the companies that just rides on the, well, we're freedom economy, but we're uh, kind of a garbage version of the real business. We want to be the best. We want to have um, excellent products and services. And that's part of the reason we're doing this, because you're going to be hard pressed to find a business that will actually do cultural interviews for you, that will actually do a source and screen, will go and find candidates for you at scale um, and, and be able to know that when I am talking to this candidate, they have already gone through the red balloon gauntlet. And I know that they're going to be a good fit for my company, both skill wise and culture wise. So, so that's how you do it. You basically go through and you describe your business and you ask open-ended evidence-based questions that are associated with specific aspects of your business. You can do that all day long. That's totally legal. And when we build those systems for these businesses, um, they get access to amazing candidates. Um, we just, 
Um, uh, we had a, a recent customer that they're like, I, you are just an answer to prayer because we didn't know mm-hmm. how to find people. There's such a ditch on both sides of hiring, right? If you don't ask the right questions, you might get a bad hire. And we all know what a bad hire does to our organization. It, it's demoralizing. It takes a bunch of time, energy. You got to fire them, got to replace them. And if you ask the right questions, you might get yourself a lawsuit. And so, right. um, if, if the hiring process is terrifying to you, Red Balloon can actually just take it over. Um, and we're doing that for a lot of businesses right now. Well, it's it's really uh, quite a concept. I mean, that's full service. This hit piece that Wired did, I haven't read yeah. it. Uh, I don't think I intend to because I don't really enjoy reading hit pieces. I think that right. when you come at someone with an agenda, um, you can write whatever the hell you want and right. and not pay a price for it, not not be held to any kind of journalistic standard. And I, I as a journalist, that that makes no sense to me, and I find it a waste of my time of reading. How do you, how do you, Andrew, um, deal with that on a, on a personal and a professional level? Yeah. I mean, it, it does help growing up with the name of crap Cause like, what are you going to do? There you go. Yeah. Like, you can't, you yeah. can only go so far. In fact, in the, in the, he actually makes fun of my last name in the, in the article. Um, I think he says something like this joke of a business is run by an unfortunately named CEO or something like that. So, you know, it got personal and, the thing is, he has to go home at night with himself, and I get to go mm-hmm. home to my family. Um, and so it really doesn't bother me at all. And if I can take a couple of bullets and thousands of people can be free at work, cool. Um, I'm happy to do that. That's not going to bother me that much. And the success, um, the again, the thank you notes, the overwhelming joy that we've produced in families, um, across this country because your vocation is such an important part of who you are, right? If you meet someone no new and they say you, and you say, what do you do? Right. You're asking what their job is, but it betrays that a job's not a nine to five hobby. It's a defining feature of who you are. And so if we can help people be free at work, um, it's going to make a huge impact. In fact, Donald Trump Jr., um, who has uh, made a little investment in Red Balloon and really believes in what we're doing, um, he is um, he was kind of a similar uh, storyline to you. He's like, I got five kids. I don't want my kids to grow up in this world. And I see Red Balloon as one of the really important businesses for this country. And, you know, we're working with candidates all over the political spectrum. Um, it's not about that. It's about being free at work because that's what made America well, great. That was, you mentioned RFK Jr. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not you are all over the spectrum, that's which right. honestly, that gives me hope. Um, that, and I will say this, that, and I don't, I don't want to drag you into this, but just the fact that RFK Jr. is in this race and represents a different part of the Democratic Party, that gives me, that gives me some hope. It makes me believe that maybe people are sort of going, you know, there isn't just one strain of this party. There, we're, we're more diverse than that. And there are more centrist Democrats out there. Um, so you don't need to comment on that, but is it dangerous or that's, I don't want to use that word. I take it back, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you combat when you've got a Trump name that's invested in your company? And right. that is a, you know, that's kind of a, one of those, whoa, it's a hot oven, you know, do you, or right. a hot stove. Do you touch it or you, so is that, ha- what kind of impact has that had? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's something that I definitely went into with a lot of prayer and thoughtfulness. Um, I want to be careful. Um, Don Jr. is an impressive man. Um, he's he's helping a number of businesses um, and and is willing to 
to actually do work, right? There's some celebrities out there that you get to use their name, but they're not actually going to do anything. Um, and I talked to some other businesses, Public Square, Patriot Mobile, some other folks that he has actually, you know, gotten involved in and really just done the work. Um, and they're like, no, he's he's legit. He's the real deal. He will work really hard and will be a huge blessing to your business. Um, and and look, we don't want this to be a, um, we don't want it to be a political thing. We don't want it to be a MAGA thing. We want it to be focused on let's get back to freedom at work. Let's get back to the spot that made America great, where we can you know have arguments at work about politics or religion or abortion or any of the sticky issues of our day um, and not have it cause somebody to get fired, but actually have those dialogues because we don't have dialogues in America anymore. We have, you know, shout downs um, when yeah. you disagree with someone. And so, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So uh, Don has been actually awesome. Uh, you know, the fact that we're working with a number of other candidates, um, organizations, and he's like, look, I want, I want freedom in America. That's what's good for my kids. Uh, more importantly than this election cycle. Um, so he's been, he's been surprising and refreshing. Is, is there a danger in associating with a, uh, a specific political brand. There is, uh, but he also has, uh, you know, 10 million close friends on Twitter, which helps a lot. <laughs> That's a very fair point. Um, well, I think this is a fascinating story of how you, uh, your, this ad all came out of sort of the same, the same place, the same yeah. little cell, if you will. And that was the cell of cancel culture, which is real, which uh, some people think the term cancel culture isn't strong enough to what's going on, that that we we need to even fight even harder against. Look, you can believe what you want to believe on whatever side of an issue you're on. That's that's the beauty of America. Believe right. it. Talk about it. Own it. That's fine. Yep. It's your prerogative. But if I disagree with you, that doesn't give you the right to go dig up a five-year-old email and right. you know dig and dig and dig and pick at the scab until someone gets someone's life is ruined. I, I, this is this is where we are, and 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 so this this kind of development, this story gives me hope, and and you clearly have the courage and the leadership to make this happen. So I'm so glad to to have met you, Andrew, and learn about this. It's a tremendous story and a great ad. And uh, you know, if if anything else, I, I hope this spawns another one of these jobs. I hope you get a competitor. I really do. Yeah. Then you'll both work harder. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not afraid of competitors. And in fact, um, you know, I had a, an executive from career builder tell me, you know, you just maybe found a market niche that happens to be half the country. Um, if that's, yeah. if that's true, there's plenty of room to run out there. Um, we want to be, we want to strive to be the best. Um, and we don't want to just ride on this uh, freedom movement. We think that's great and we want to focus on it, but we want to really be the best. We want to disrupt the market. Um, and so far, so good. Oh, you disruptors, you. I love it. <laughs> Andrew Crapuchettes. Yes, that is his name. And he's owning it and he's embracing it. And uh, you, like I said, courage and leadership. I love it. Thank you so much. We'll be watching this very closely because it's a tremendous story. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Yeah, he is Andrew Crapuchettes. You heard it right. I am Michelle Tafoya. As always, look, follow this guy's lead. Be brave. And do good. Bring joy to your workplace. And we'll see you next time.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.